us know. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're finally back. There you go with that. It's your fault. I'm going to blame you. And I'm let everybody know it. I have pr- other priorities. I am ready every single No, you week. ain't because you was late tonight. Once you went, you were late too. We were late together. We were late together. But we're here tonight. Welcome back. Um, my name is Devashi. And my name is Crystal. And this is Creativity. I was supposed to say, oh, oh yeah. We, is it my creativity or creativity? It's just creativity. Okay. The name of the podcast is Creativity Podcast. Where do I get my creativity? That's the handle for oh. our social media. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, take three. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. My name is Devashi. I'm Crystal. And this is Creative. Uh, Wait. Oh, just horrible. <laughs> we'll try it. Round four. All right. <laughs> Round four. Okay. I'm going first. We're back. Dun, 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 dun. No, you didn't have to do all of that. Dun, 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 dun. boing boing. All right. Hey everybody, we are back again at you My name is Devashi I'm Crystal And this is Creativity Creativity. See, we did it right Absolutely, we did it right this time But uh, yeah, we are back right now And this is episode Actually, I want to talk about that We actually got a phone caller That um, left us a message um, Concerning about our using of episode zero see i told you whatever whatever so we're gonna like uh, break one second uh so we can listen to this phone call so i was w- wondering where y'all got this idea that episode zero exists i did a poll on my instagram and the people spoke and say you're supposed to start at one. I don't want to tell y'all how to do y'all job as baristas, but my God, just saying. See, I told you. Okay, so I was trying to be different. Nope. I was trying. I really was trying to I'm be different. Right. You're wrong. <laughs> I was. No. So I'm still right because it's, it's crystal one, <laughs> Devashi zero. So whatever, whatever. Um. So I think. We're just going to skip right down to episode four from now on. So, hey. I'm pretty sure they don't care. I'm pretty sure they don't. So, we're going to go zero, one, two, four. Great. All right. Welcome to episode four of Creativity Podcast. Um, So, Crystal, how was your week? Long and it's already. Oh, last week. I don't remember what happened last week. Well, my week was very long. I was in a wedding. The first wedding I've ever been in before. Are you serious? Yeah, I've never been to a wedding before. So this is oh. interesting. My uh, my homie got married to a beautiful our lady. Homie. Okay, our homie got married. Got married. Sure did. Our homie got married. And um oh uh, Sh- yeah, was what? You ain't gonna give him no shout out. Oh, shout out <laughs> sure. Shout out to my homie Michael Georges Jr. That's Michael Georges with an S Jr. 
um, married um, a beautiful lady by the name of Amber Johnson. Congratulations. If you want to see the pictures, hashtag general and unicorn wedding. Is that what it was? Uh, Something like that. The general and the unicorn. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a hashtag. Um, I'm going to look that one up. Um, it was a beautiful wedding. Um, everybody had on all white. If you want to see the pictures, it's hashtag general in the unicorn. Okay. Go check them out. Go check them out. Um, the actual wedding picture should be posted shortly because uh, he sent over some of the uh, pictures that we took. And they, they're really nice. So, congratulations, homie. Absolutely. My dog from a long back, long happily back. ever after. Absolutely, you gotta love, you gotta love, love, black love. Congratulations to them. And also, Sunday night, the BET Awards happened. And somebody's favorite got my favorite, Mary J. Blige. Hey. She's just not my favorite. She had Facebook lit. Oh, my God. Like, okay, so we all know Mary got hits. And we all know Mary can't sing. We don't care. No one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares because er, that whole crowd was rocking. Rihanna, we everybody. right on over them bad vocals and them unhit notes. We didn't and bob care. our heads. And they were doing <laughs> the choreography. The dancers were doing her little dance. That's right. It, it was all in sync, and it was just it was just amazing. I think it was long overdue. I don't even know why it has taken uh, BET so long um, to honor her. And 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 I'm gonna step out here. Okay. I don't know like the ranks of the awards. Yeah. But Faith getting the Lady of Soul award before her was Yeah. I think um, well I I think probably what happened was that they realized their error in their ways and like, okay. Or maybe they were saving it, saying, Okay, this is Soul Train Wars, we'll give give this to uh Faith this time and they would already had planned to do because that whole she performed for twenty minutes straight. Yeah, I guess maybe it was BET Awards. I guess is that longer or better than Soul Train? I don't know. If um, it's, better, it's it, well, no, the the Covenant Award is a BET Award because you know Soul Train Awards took a break, a long break after um Don Cornelius just died. Yeah, and then they tried to revive it. So now it's just the old people's awards. It's our awards because I didn't know Nam one of them at artists on the stage last night. Now one of them. I, I knew her, but all these other little, little Boosie and the the the, the mumble rapper one and mumble rapper two and mumble rapper three. Didn't know. To be honest, outside of Mary J. Blige, you knew um, Cardi, but you know the song though. I don't think you knew the song. I don't want to know Cardi. <laughs> I enjoy Cardi B. I do. I enjoy her. You and a whole lot of other people. I, she's funny. Um, but of course I knew who Cardi B was. I knew Fantasia. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um I didn't know the girl in the Leotard with the flute. Oh, the big girl. Um oh, um, what is her name? 
That was an interesting presentation. Liz, Liz, Lizzie, Lizzo. Lizzo, Lizzo, yeah. Her personality is very infectious. I, I mean, you know, I'll check her out. It was a lot for me. To, I think my first time I was like, what is going on? Um, but that was different. Um, just I'm not I'm so disconnected from rap. Like it is just not it's just not. And I'm just gonna leave it there. Yeah. Mm. Um I yeah, at some point you age out. And I also realized that there's an open market now that we're talking about creatives, there's an open market um for speech writing. <laughs> um that I think those who are who are content writers out there um, bloggers, you should look into that because a lot of these people who accepted these awards, including Al Sharpton, can't talk. Did Did you see the um the after show? <sighs> and I'm I'm gonna quote what Ooh. I put on my Facebook. Ooh. The after show, I, I I this is exactly what I said. I said I'm gonna turn this off now because now it looks like a thrown together graduation party with my high cousins with karaoke. <laughs> Yeah. So it just looked a mess. And this is the reason why a lot of people, even our people, our black people, we just don't like uh, BET because it just looks, I don't think it's a good representation of who we are. I think they've done better with the programming. Um, I actually was watching that last night. Um, the editing, the lights, all this stuff, that's gotten a whole lot better over the years. And, and to be honest, the Soul Train Awards really has gotten oh yeah that's the best a whole thing they lot got. better. Um, but I mean, after Mary was the highlight of the night, I mean she really could have did the whole award show. I mean, with the amount of hits she has, and I mean she brought out Lil Kim, you know she looked like an action figure, but whatever. Um, she you brought know. Method Man. Oh, yes, she did. Oh my god. Let me gather myself. Oh my goodness! <laughs> he can have everything I got. Wow! Right now, okay, okay. You're all I need. All to get by. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what was really dope, and a shout out to my friend Courtney at her wedding okay. reception. Her and her husband Mario came in to you all I need to get by. But what they did was they did. The, they hit the old people with Tammy Terrell, like the original, mm-hmm. and then they like led it into like what a like a record, record scratch with the Mary J and Method Man. It mm-hmm. was so dope. Like it was like each generation was like hype on each one. It was a really really dope. Nice, nice. Um, but uh, Mary was a little winded at the end. Mary is forty eight. <laughs> I don't care. Mary I don't was care. Like, Mary they could have bought Mary a bottle of water out there and a towel. I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> Mary was like, can I please get through this? And um, if those just, tickets weren't so high, I'd be at her show. How much in July. are they? They were pretty steep. Now, that was when they first announced them. Yeah. They were like $300. Yeah, I might pay that Ooh, to see Mary. A, oh, okay. I might. She's Mary J. Blige. She is. Nah, I ain't paying on Beyonce nine hundred. But I feel like tickets. I can. I feel like I have enough time to get another tour out of her. She's gonna be singing for a while. Yeah, she's gonna. Be but singing. I was a little confused. I don't even know how true this is, but all those awards, mm-hmm. all those accolades, but mm-hmm. she don't own her masters. Of course not. Of course not. Dun dun dun. She did not go to. She didn't finish high school, right? She has a GED now. 
Okay. Well, sorry. Well, oh, I'm gonna take that back. Take that all the way back. I meant to say is that she comes from a different era of music business where they raped you and got you into these crazy contracts and all she wanted to do was sing. But don't you feel like she's been in it long enough where she should? Now, yeah. She probably owns some of the later music that no one bought. But I don't think she, I don't know. I, I thought when she was going through the divorce, you know, they were saying she didn't own any of her masters. Probably not. Well, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense because, I mean, Prince was... didn't own his until right before he died. And exactly. that's why they killed him. Because they, um, they signed, like, I, I stupid said, contracts. I, I said like, that. That's why they killed him. They did, did not kill him. Michael Jackson, he had just got his. That's true. Dun, dun, dun. Well, Ain't Brandy that on her, so. Well, she needs him. Well, so, so She does. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep, keep, keep spending them records because she gets all them checks. Okay. Yeah, but I—I I mean, lady, you know, she'll be around. She will. Mary she J. will. Elijah will be around. Oh, because she's she's acting now. She, yeah. Like she's she's realizing. And she has all those endorsements. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, how many endorsements she has? Mary is fine, and she's going to be fine. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed um the parts that I understood. I enjoyed. Um, they had Offset up there doing choreography with uh Cardi B. I just want real music to come back. I'm sure that um, now we cannot talk about the BET Awards, okay, without talking about how Tyler got us all the way together. Sure did. Tyler Perry got the black community all the way together. Sure did. In about a minute, <laughs> in thirty seconds. In thirty seconds. I couldn't help but think about my mother. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> I couldn't help but think about my mother. I remember being a kid of about five years old. She would take me into the projects with her when she played cards on Friday nights with a bunch of women. Now, these women didn't have more than a 12th grade education, but they were smart black women. They were powerful black women. They had great stories to tell. And I was a five-year-old kid sitting there on the floor playing with my matchbox cards, listening to them talk about their men, their relationships, and their pains. And when one of them would get really sad, another woman would come in and make a joke and they'd all start laughing. I didn't know I was in a master class for my life. I would get home and my father would be beating my mother and doing all kinds of things and saying all kinds of stuff to her and he would leave the room and I'd walk in and I'd imitate one of those women and she would start laughing. There was a power in that that I didn't really get until I got older. I remember being about 11, 12 years old on my way to my new school and I got to this uh, intersection I had to walk past pimps, prostitutes, walk through, literally walk through a graveyard, get to this intersection, six-lane intersection, and there was a man standing there saying, will someone help me cross? Will someone help me cross? And there were all of these people that kept passing by him and passing by him. I said, I'll help you cross. So he told me he was going to my school and he was going to sell candy there. That's how he made his living. So I helped him cross the street to get there. We became good friends. His name was Mr. Butler. That moment reminded me of my mother bringing her out of, laugh, out of pain into laughter to help her cross. My first 10 movies were all about her subconsciously, wanting her to know that she was worthy, wanting black women to know you're worthy, you're special, you're powerful, you're amazing. All of that was about helping her cross. When I started hiring people like Taraji and Viola Davis and Idris Elba, they couldn't get jobs in this town, but God blessed me to be in a position to be able to hire them. I was trying to help somebody cross. 
When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so that young black kids can see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. The studio was once a Confederate Army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross. While everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So. Thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BET. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank sure you. did. But Tyler has that way of just reeling you in and then gutting you like a fish. I was actually telling one of my coworkers today, I said, I think that our community does not give Tyler Perry, or not just our community, but I just don't feel like the entertainment world gives him the credit because uh, we would we deduce him. Okay. As, if you say Tyler Perry, yeah. the first thing you're going to think is Medea. Right. Which is one of the reasons why I think he really discontinued them. When d- discontinued Medea, you do not think Alex Cross. You don't think either the why you know why did I get married series. You don't think you know any of the other movies that he's put out or any other shows he has on. Maybe now the haves and the have-nots, you may, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, associate him with that. But he's done far more. Oh, yeah. And far more for the community, the entertainment community, especially African-American, that, but we don't give him the credit. Right. I just feel like it's kind of like you just kind of say his name and you go on, and I'm just like... Well, well, I Undeniably, he has created his own lane. He's created his own content he, he owns everything he puts out. Um, he shoots, directs, writes everything. Now, whether you like it or not, you still got to give him his props because, Absolutely. like, there's not many people that do that. Nope. Um, he, his, one of his comments that he's made is like, "Y'all was talking about um, Oscar so white, Oscar so white." He's like, "I'm down here building my own thing." He's really saying that we put so much esteem over here. When I'm really building something for us. Yeah. You go to Tyler Perry Studios, you're going to see black people. Absolutely. Creating black content for black people. Even how he reached out to Jeffrey Owens. Yeah. You know, I mean. And and because he reached out to Jeffrey Owens to um, be in that um, that episode of, it was that Have and Have Nots or... It was for loving you was wrong or something. Okay. One of those uh, shows. He, Jeffrey Owens got picked up because I just finished watching um, the new season of Lucifer on Netflix. Jeffrey Owens was was a um, two episode arc. That's good. Yeah. So that olive branch that he reached out. How are we to know that Tyler wasn't like, okay, yeah, you're gonna do this, but I'm also gonna set you up with other people I know to get you back out there. That could be a whole nother business. Yeah. 
like just scouting, you know, talent that may be like forgotten mm-hmm. or, you know, man, like I just, I, my hat talk to him. I think he's an amazing person. Um, I don't care what anybody says. I think from a Christian perspective, I think he's in the right place doing the right thing, spreading the right level of inspiration, um, you know, with God cloaked on top of it, yeah. you know, because he preached a little sermon. Absolutely. You know, had his points. He had his points. Three he points had his poem. Easter speech ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so hats off to Tyler Perry hats for off. getting us all the way together. Good job, sir. Good job, sir. Congrats, congrats. And inspiring us all, all us Absolutely, because he, he just said um, he just signed a new deal with BT, so he has he more content coming on the BT channel. So I mean, he on your own. He got a Netflix deal. He's got he got a lot of hands in a lot of pots. I just need two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to do anything. Okay, yeah. So Tyler, if you're listening by chance, um, just like you paid off them TVs at Walmart for everybody else doing Christmas. You Think know, about us. Come to North Carolina. Throw me a couple shekels. I'll take them. <laughs> All of them. Right here. Right here. Right here. So, yeah. That was... Uh, that was... Actually, it was probably one of the better BT Awards that I've seen in a while. I don't know. I don't think I've seen the BT Awards. If they're not... Let me tell you. The, the viewership, what yeah. saves the BET Awards from completely Xing out like millennials that are on the far end of, you yeah. know, is they do the honors to, to the Mary J. Blige's and the, you know, the Frankie Beverly and Mazes or they open up with people like EU. Right. That's the only way we will watch it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So yeah, hats off to BET. Keep up the good work. Let's not go back. Let's always go forward. Do they take submissions on who they honor? I don't know. I they have no I don't. Because um, maybe the Soul Train Awards need this. Joe C needs to be honored. Agree. Joe C does need to be. Uh, I think Joe C, like just pretty much the male groups, the popular male groups. Didn't um, they do male groups one year? Uh, yeah. Cause I, didn't I, I mean, New Edition got a whole whole movie, so. We need to honor them again. Um, hey, watch it. I've seen Bobby enough, so I'm good. Well, yeah, they got there, you know. But I mean, Bobby got his own movie. He does. But yeah, I mean, I think that Jodeci needs to be honored. Yes, That's definitely one. Um, I think if you're real, because they're still going uh, to this day. Boys to men, absolutely, boys to men. Cause, cause, and and I guess we can end on this. Mary did her own tribute. She did. Who would you have picked to do her tribute? Who? Hmm. Four people. Four people who could do. have done the Mary J. Blige tribute. Do they have to be young? No. Okay. Four people to do the Mary tribute. Okay. Now all that encompasses Mary, the dancing, Ooh. even though she can't dance, but the performing. The songs, Ooh, the soul. You 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 can say whatever you want to about Mary singing. One, one number one, her songs always are relatable. And number two, she is an entertainer. She is. Who? Um, I would say uh, Tiana Taylor. Okay, I didn't even think about her. I say Tiana Taylor. Um, we're talking about Mary here, so we need a we need good altos. 
I don't, I don't know if I would put Jasmine because Jasmine's she don't dance. a soul singer. She you don't know? dance either Mm-mm. like that. Ooh. I have my four. Um, come back to me. Say 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 one, one of your four. I definitely would have did K Michelle. Yes, I would have did K Michelle. K Michelle, yes. K Michelle. Um, probably Kelly Rowland. Okay, I can see Kelly. Who else? Now I'm I'm gonna say this as a wild card. I know she's not naturally an alto per se. Okay, Tamar. She got the hood in this. Yeah. Yeah, but I would have, mm-hmm. she would have, like, Tamar the whole that. aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamar would have killed, I'm going down. Yeah. Killed. Yeah, them. I mean, like, the whole just, yeah. And I think my fourth one probably would have been, um, who was the fourth one that I had in mind? What did I say? K. Michelle. K. Michelle. Um, Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Tamar. Tamar. I don't know. Maybe Brandy. I, I don't know. I don't know if I put Brandy in that. And I, I love Brandy. I believe she could do anything, but I don't know if I. I mean, the performance that Brandy does now, probably yeah. But and she's an alto, so I guess yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess if we put Tiana Taylor, you said Tiana Taylor. Yeah, definitely Tiana Taylor. Um, singers like that. Um, the girl Kil- Kilani, she probably could have yeah. done a pretty good job if you wanted to bring somebody new. Ooh, I got I, one. Okay, go ahead. Tweet. Yes. <laughs> I can see tweet. tweet. I can see tweet. I can see tweet. My two wild cards would either be tweet or if we can go, go find Blue Cantrell. Oh, no. Sunshine Anderson. Oh, yeah, definitely. She was probably, Sunshine the, Anderson. probably the closest thing. Yes, that's... That's the one right but, there. But I mean, they could have put together a tribute to. They could to, have, and they probably would have did something stupid. They probably would have had somebody that. The person I keep thinking about, um, and she's in a girl group, but I would put her probably in that tribute is Coco. Coco. I don't know why. I don't know why I would put Coco in that group. I don't know. Got matter. Maybe I guess you need some. I don't, I don't know. know. Mm, maybe that that's... was that was I w- I didn't expect that one. Yeah, Coco. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that if they want to do one, they could. But I'm glad she. Oh didn't. no, I got one more. What's that? Lumo. Yeah, but Lumo can't dance. So, <laughs> but she would have killed vocally. It would have just been Tiana Taylor. Lil Mo. Are you gonna are you gonna smack like that? I'm sorry. Eat some candy, sorry. <laughs> Tiana Taylor, Little Mo, K Michelle, Tamar. And Tamar. We're done. Yeah. Tamar. That's it. Those four. That would have been a great tribute. They could have let Lil Mo rap. They, they could've let her do Lil Kim part. They Tiana Taylor can rap too. She oh did, yeah, that's uh, true. Lil that's Kim true. tribute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been hot. It would have been. If you're listening, BT, so trained. We got you. We, we got, got the you. tribute. We got we you. We got you. We got you. <laughs> Cut that check. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our cowbell moment. All right. This episode's cowbell moment 
comes from a popular hotspot finder for Android, which actually exposes the Wi-Fi network passwords for more than 2 million networks. Oh, dear. The app is called Wi-Fi Finder, downloaded by thousands of users, allowed anyone to search for Wi-Fi networks in their nearby area. The app allows users to upload Wi-Fi network passwords from their device to its database for others to use. That database of more than 2 million network passwords, however, was left exposed and unprotected, allowing anyone to access and download the contents in bulk. A security researcher and a member of the GDI Foundation found the database and reported the findings to TechCrunch. They said, we spent more than two weeks trying to contact the developer believed to be based in China to no avail. Eventually, we, co- we were contacted by DigitalOcean, which took down the database within a day of reaching out. They said, we notified the users and have taken the server hosting that exposed the database offline. Each record contacted the Wi-Fi network name, its precise geolocation, its basic service set identifier, and a network password stored in plain text. Although the app developer claims the app only provides passwords for public hotspots, a review of the data showed countless home Wi-Fi networks. The exposed data didn't include contact information for any of the Wi-Fi network owners, but the geolocation of each Wi-Fi network. Wow. It doesn't require users to obtain permission from the network owner exposing Wi-Fi networks to unauthorized access. What you think? Big brother. So with this app, you can pretty much get any Wi-Fi password you want to. If you're a hacker out there, you can not only find the person's Wi-Fi, but you also can tap into anything that's connected to that Wi-Fi. I feel like Wi-Fi should be free anyway. Of course it should be free. I don't know what you're paying for it. I mean, just about everything is Wi-Fi based. So I, I don't my mind why. was blown the other Sunday. Um, no, I was talking with my boy Walt, and I didn't know that iPhone that you don't need to know the password for any Wi-Fi connected um, area. All you have to do is pull up your phone, um, make sure that both are connected to the same Wi-Fi, hold it to each other's phone. It gives you a message on your phone saying, do you want to share? And if it says yes, it automatically connects that Wi-Fi. You don't have to have the password or anything. It could be both public and um, hidden Wi-Fi. I didn't know that either. My mind was blown. I was like, how'd you do that? It's too much artificial intelligence is making me nervous. All he did was put his phone next to mine. He said, just try to connect to it. And it gave him, he showed me, he showed me a little um, thing. I was connected. It's too yeah. much. I was like, how did you do that? Mind blown. I was like, whew. So yeah, um, this app, any app that's like it needs to go away. It's not going away. You know that it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Yeah, it is. It's going to get worse. But so there's no need to even have a secure network in your house if people can just. Because I asked him, I said, so does this work like on like hidden? He's like, it's never um, failed me yet. I said, so even at like your job, it's never failed me yet. I was like, wow. So evidently whatever the newest update, I think it was like 13 point whatever. 
So every phone, every iPhone now can has that capability. Well, I wouldn't know because I'm still on update. Have you, you haven't updated your phone? No. Okay, you're gonna start getting those weird characters, and I'll use it until I do. Ah, uh, terrible. So watch your Wi-Fi passwords out there, people. That's why change them often. Because like most people, when you go to their house and you ask them what is their Wi-Fi password, what's the first thing they say? I don't it's, know. It's on that box. Yeah. No one ever changes that password. People, you can change that password to something. Your password does not have to be 15 letters and numbers. My mama has hers taped on the front of her. Um, what? Because she can't remember what it is. I'm like, you know you, you can, can change this. And get them to change that. That is so annoying. What's your Wi-Fi password? It's 39920. Capital M. Point. <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Who's going to remember that? And I understand that's very secure. It is. It's very secure. Yeah, so secure that you don't know it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, so, yeah. Change your passwords, but change to something you can remember, people. Especially if you're going to have guests. All right. We're going to take a break. This is a word from our sponsors. Are you a creative looking for more exposure? Are you an entrepreneur or business wanting another platform to promote your business? Consider partnering with the Creativity Podcast by becoming a trusted sponsor. For a small monthly contribution, you can replace this promo with a promo centered around your business. This promo can be written and produced by the Creativity team. Just email us at mycreativity at gmail.com for more information and get plugged into Team Creativity. We can't wait to hear from you. All right, we're back. And we're going to move on to our next segment. Did I express so? No, you didn't. Did you get it, Crystal? No. Crystal, this is I'm episode still, four. I'm still working on this it. This is episode four. You should have it by now. <sighs> so, this week's uh, episode, uh, we didn't get it out in May, but we wanted to actually bring up an issue that I believe a lot of creatives and just people in general deal with. Um, and that is mental illness, especially in the black community, because it's um, not really talked about. But probably in the last maybe two or three years, it's been like in the forefront of conversation and people are starting not to be um, afraid to talk about it. And so um, the thing that um, I noticed, it was something that came on my, my timeline on Facebook, um, said that um, Big Sean took a year long hiatus um, from rap to go to therapy. And. That kind of stuck out to me because he was one of those rappers that um, was a household name. People knew his music. People liked his music. Um, he had hits. So I was like, even I was going back, and I was like, oh, I didn't know he did that song. Oh, I didn't know he did that song too. So it was like, for him to say, okay, yeah, I need to step back and really take some time for me. That says a lot, especially him being a black male, also being in hip hop. And um, knowing his own influence and taking a whole year off, which is kind of detrimental to somebody's, some people's career. So you realize that I need to take a moment to get myself together. So I thought it was like pretty courageous. He should have took some of his friends with him. He should have. Because it's like, yeah, you have so many people in the entertainment um, business and just community that it's just so taboo to talk about, just to talk about things. Um and I'm a black male as well, so I understand the stigmas that um, kind of goes with it. It's like you don't want to be soft, you don't want to be, um, 
you don't want to seem um, too into your feelings or you don't want to seem as though um, you can't man up in the situation. But it's like for him to take that moment um, kind of spoke a lot. Yeah, a lot of it's he's actually um, I applaud him for that. But there are actually a lot of um, entertainers and rappers and singers and actors that are really, really doing that. I mean, you, you have people like Jennifer Lewis, who has been open about the fact that she's bipolar. Um, you have even um, well, he's not African-American, but just celebrities, um, the swimmer. Um, can't remember his name. Uh, he was a gold medal swimmer, oh. um, and he, um, wow. you know, battles with depression. Uh, you know, yeah, people like Charlamagne the God that's on the Breakfast yeah. Club. Charlamagne yeah, the God, PTSD. It. Um, Taraji P Henson just opened a, um, mm-hmm. a business that's centered around um, mental illness in the Black community. Lil Mo's been open about her battle with depression. Um, several several artists have uh, Michelle Williams. Um, Chrisette Michelle. Yeah. Um, it's It's been several. Uh, I just think the pressure of the industry, um, and I'm pretty sure there are so many more that probably have sought help um, as well, but the, the pressure of the industry, just the pressure of society, can just be too much. And I think it's noble for him to back away. You got to value you more. Oh, yeah. You know. um, and it's not just um, pressures of the industry. You have to remember that, that a lot of these entertainers came from broken household, broken environments. Um, we were just talking about Mary, and it was like a lot of her songs came out of pain. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure there were moments she really needed somebody to talk to. Like, she getting beat upside her head, and all we wanted to do is be happy, you know? Yeah. But it's like, those type of songs came out of her realizing and her having to actually deal with those type of demons that um, that she had to pretty much deal with since probably childhood. We don't know what happened in her family. It's like, and it's like you just have these people that we kind of look up to, and we see that they're doing well, quote unquote, and they're probably some of the most tortured people. Creatives, a lot of times, their creativity comes from a broken place. Yeah, it's a prison um, to a certain degree. And sometimes it's an, it's an escape. Yeah. So it's like that creative juice is their escape from having a hellish type of environment. Yeah, it's actually a catch-22. It's a prison and it's, it's an escape because a lot of people, they dive into that creative world and they disconnect from reality. So they do not interact with their family. They do not engage with their friends. They do not have any type of social... Um, you know, like engagement and it's, it could be a catch 22, to be honest. Um, being black in America, I think we all got PTSD to a certain degree. I mean, you know, it's, you know, Mary J. J. Blige has spoken out about, you know, her father was an alcoholic, you know, she's been sexually abused, physically abused, you know, so that pain translates in her music. Um, you look at all these other entertainers that, you know, just have talked about the struggle. We hear about the struggle. That I mean, that's the basis of hip hop. The yeah, struggle. The struggle. Um, so I mean, thank God we've been able to turn it into a positive light, but at the same time, it is something that mentally weighs and I, I applaud him for taking the time that he needs, um, to 
to do it. I mean, yeah. I, I I was watching um one of the Red Table Talks. Shout out to Jada Pickett Smith because she is killing it on that. Absolutely. show. Absolutely, like killing it on that. Smart. Show. Very smart. She has carved out something that is completely hers, mm-hmm. and you get the three perspectives of her, of her, her mother, and her daughter. Like, and it's the talk of whatever episode just aired is the talk for the, for the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks, and it's is like it's adding, I think, some positive content out there. She interviewed Common, mm-hmm. and Common um, just came out. Um, talking about a sexual experience that he had as a child from one of um, his male, um, I want to say cousins or friend of the cousin. And he said he had blocked it out, um, but he had um, took this role for a movie and the movie was kind of centered around um, a woman getting raped. And it was something that triggered that memory um, that he had buried for so long. He thought, that he could never talk about it. Of course, he's a hip hop. He's a man. Whatever have you. But um, he fine. Okay. <laughs> um. But for somebody of his caliber, like he put it in his book. Um. He um have done interviews upon interviews, just kind of talking about it. Um. And he he pretty much said that no, I pretty much have my um therapist there on my team. So as I'm traveling, if I need somebody to talk to, they're there. Because I realize the importance of having somebody to talk through and to be able to um, go through that process of dealing with it. Because you have some people out there who are just refuse to deal with their issues. Yeah, the more that celebrities and entertainers come forth, I think it'll be easier. Um, Tyler Perry, he's talked about his, you know, sexual abuse. Um, there's actually an NBA player. For those of you that are sports fans, you could check this out on First Take on YouTube. Um, there's an interview with uh, NBA player Keon Dooling. He actually, um, same thing. He was a victim of sexual abuse um, that he had bur- bur- uh, he buried. And um, some things happened um, at a club one night um, after a game. You know, they had went to the playoffs and after a game, and he was in the bathroom, um, using the bathroom, and a male groped him, and he lost it. He was on the red table. He was on the red table, yeah. Yeah. Um, And he lost it, and he actually went to his coach and was like, you know, I mean, in his performance, everything just spiraled out of control. Yeah. Um, and he went to his coach, and they were very supportive of him, supportive of his family. He took the time off that he needed, which could have been career-ending. I mean, absolutely. But you know, they supported him. They didn't waive him. Um, it was. I mean, it's just noble. And I think if you need to take the time away, you know, you have to do what you have to do. And I, I like the forum that the Red Table Talk um, gives because she's not really trying to solve the the issue she just just kind of talk about it and then just bring their own perspectives mm-hmm. of how they um kind of have dealt with it or how they gotten to that point unlike people like Iyanla who are trying to fix people's lives that's her position it is and i mean that that's her position and to be honest to a certain degree she's you know credentialed to do so mm-hmm. but with the Red Table Talk, I think it also dispels a lot of myths and lies. Okay. Um, you know, with August Alsina, like, you know, when he had his bout with drugs and depression and, you know, all of that, you know, it was his it was his truth. He got an opportunity 
to really speak out, whereas nobody really had heard anything about. After he fell off that stage, it was like, he's on drugs, he's, you know, this crackhead, and it was just like, no, but you don't understand why I am the way that I am. And so he got an opportunity to speak about it. Common gets to talk about his truth. Keon Doolin gets to talk. Aisha Curry gets to talk about her insecurities. You know, Jada Pickett talked about her. Absolutely. About with the, you know, so it's just, it's just. It's, it's good. A, it's good. I think it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's good to have people um, have the conversation and not to be, not to be afraid to have the conversation. Um, Ilana, she was saying on, I think it was the Breakfast Club, they brought up R. Kelly. And they were like saying, um, um, you need to fix R. Kelly. She was like, I, I, I can't fix him. Yeah. She was like, because he's not, he's not ready. He's like, she was like, you don't, um, you don't go to the doctor and tell the doctor how to prescribe the medicine. So she was like saying he had so many stipulations about what she was going, wanting to do. She was, he was going to tell her where we're going to have it at, what times, in the day we're going to do it at under what conditions is like really you just wanted the publicity start yeah so it's like she was like he's not ready because he's not ready to confront his own issues i mean we all have seen the documentaries and have known about the stories forever and he's just unwilling to even deal with it and i think it's to his detriment because he may leave this earth without ever really dealing with the issues and the lives that he has pretty much ruined. Yeah. Well, she did have a victory with Leandria. She did. Leandria she did. looks amazing. Um, I follow her on Instagram. She's back, you know, singing the pub. She's lost a lot of weight. She looks good. She looks well. Yeah. Um, and I know they've kept in contact. They're doing a tour together right now. Um, I think it was needed and I think it was needed for the Christian community to see that, you know, you can, you, you need prayer and some pills. <laughs> you need prayer and some pills. Oh, you know, so. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. You, you, it's okay to pray, but you need to talk to somebody. Um, and, and I, and, and I think it was times it's not going to be your pastor. It's not. And I'm not saying that because a lot, a lot of people who are, you know, faith-based, they're like, I don't need to see a therapist. I got my pastor. Well, yeah, but your pastor is really just kind of helping some of your spiritual issues. Yeah. But you need to, they're not going to be helping you with the, the thoughts you think at night because of those scars that happen in your, your, um, your, your past. It's not really, that's not really their job. No. Um, they're there to help minister to it, but um, I think we kind of put too much of the work that you need to do on someone else to do the work for you, and so that's where that um, the intermediary of a licensed therapist is needed. I went for three years thinking about going back. It's yeah. needed. Um, it's definitely a, a a great perspective, a great opportunity to get. A different perspective that is unbiased don't know you don't know where you come from um you know that you can just be unfiltered with yeah you know what i'm saying like they don't hold you to anything um and i i, I just i think it's needed absolutely i think it's needed and um for all of our creators out there i know that we kind of go through um our own go-throughs and a lot of us a lot of us if you're in the creative space if you're a designer, if you're a singer, actor, um, whatever, dancer, 
we all have a level of um, some slight of mental illness that we may may go unchecked, may go unnoticed. And I mean, I encourage everyone, find someone to talk to. Um, find someone, um, again, like Chris said, someone who don't know nothing about you, about nothing, about nothing, but also that you feel comfortable enough to just open up and have that open dialogue because it's needed. Yes. Don't find somebody random in the Walmart and start telling them all your business. Absolutely not. Find somebody trained, mm-hmm. somebody licensed who can help steer the conversation in the right direction. Get the help you need. Trust me. It's, it's, it's needed. It's needed. So we're going to take a break. Let's do a word from our sponsors. Are you a creative looking for more exposure? Are you an entrepreneur or business wanting another platform to promote your business? Consider partnering with the Creativity Podcast. By becoming a trusted sponsor for a small monthly contribution, you can replace this promo with a promo centered around your business. The promo can be written and produced by the Creativity team. Just email us at mycreativity at gmail.com for more information and get plugged into Team Creativity. All right, guys, we're back. Um, so uh, we're going to forego the... Um, Spill the tea segment because Crystal has a special segment she wants to introduce today. You got it, Crystal. My segment doesn't have a name. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So we're going to call this segment Crystal segment. No, I have something. Okay. In homage of BET, BET Awards, <laughs> Black Entertainment Television. Okay. This segment is going to be called. How black are you? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? So I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'm going to recite 15 quotes from black movies. Oh, wow. And you have to tell me. Okay. What movie this quote is from. 15? Okay. 15. I am going to lose to this game. Okay, go ahead. So I'm going to. A couple of these I'm going to paraphrase because they have profanity in them. And I don't cuss. We can believe them. All right. So you ready? Yes. All right. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. They coming to see me. They coming to see the temptations. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Is that life? No. Darn. The temptations. Oh. Bye, Felicia. Remember that. Remember it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a Bye, Felicia. That's Friday. Come on, sit down and eat some cake, anime. What's love got to do with it? See, Daddy, Sinner's got a soul too. <laughs> Eve's. No, 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 no. See, Daddy. Sinners have soul too. No, 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 no. Color purple. I ain't stupid. You stupid, stupid. <laughs> I don't know. It's Crooklyn. It's what? Crooklyn. I've never seen Crooklyn. We don't die, we multiply. I heard something smaller. 
We baby kids. We don't die, we baby kids. I'll play you for what? For your heart. One game, one on one. For what? Oh, love of basketball? Yeah. Ah. You are a perfect verse over a tight beat. Whew. Um, 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 Jason Lyric? Nope. Brown sugar. Darn. What's the procedure when you got a gun to your head? Okay, so I don't really know what this one is, but I'm going to say set it off. It is set it off. <laughs> yes. Make the money. Don't let the money make you. Ebony, make the money. Don't let it make you. I'm going to say that's two can play the game. Players Club. Ah! Shoot. I thought it was Vivica Fox. No, Lisa Ray. Uh. Oh, now you're going to shoot me in my pinky toe. <laughs> put that razor away. I ain't playing no more. You put that razor away, I'm going to blow your pinky toe off. Oh, now you're going to shoot me in my pinky toe. I'm not playing with you. I will blow that little black, gnarled, crusty... Harlem Knights. Sit your $5 tail down before I make change. I know that. I don't know who said it. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sit your $5 down before I make change. Is it Wayne's, Wayne's movie? No. Darn. Shucks. I was... Ugh. Nino Brown. Nino Brown. New Jack City. New Jack City. Yeah. The only thing I like integrated is my coffee. Ooh, that's one. That's a deep one. Ooh, uh, only thing I like integrated is my coffee. Uh, uh no. Malcolm X. Yeah. His mama named him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> a man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. And if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, this is a free country, you should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. His mama named Clay, I'ma call him Clay. Mm-hmm, that's right, I say Clay. Coming to America. Don't what? make a two, don't make a two, <laughs> don't make a two. That'd be $8. That'd be $8? Is that ultra prime? <laughs> We don't want a good principal. We want Mr. Clark. People, people, just hear me. The school board is meeting right now, and I promise you, we will give you what Eastside High deserves, a good principal. We don't want a good principal. We want Mr. Clark. Lean on me. That's Yay. You got most of them. I didn't think I was going to get them. You did. You got most of them. I think it only missed maybe like two, two or three. Oh, man. That was good. That was good. I I told myself I was going to go watch Kirkman. I've seen it. I've seen it twice. I feel that as a black man that I need to see that movie. Was it good? It's all right. Okay. I've never seen Kirkman. Was it a Spike Lee joint? Yeah. That's probably why. You don't like Spike Lee? Some of his movies. Yeah. Not so much. But I heard his last one that he just did was like really good. Yeah. Well, these are classics. These are classics. I enjoy that game, Crystal. Great. And this has been our segment known as How Black Are You? <laughs> oh God, that is a great. That's great. It's great. You sound. <laughs> 
All right, let's take a moment and reflect about what we just heard. What is the Creativity Podcast? A weekly conversation about the ups and downs, rises and falls of the creative through the lens of pop culture. Join your hosts and friendly baristas, Devashi and Crystal, as they break down some of today's current events and the goings on in pop culture. So get your cups out, because this is going to be good. All right, guys, we are back. It's time for our tea tip. Uh, first up, Crystal, what you got? Help somebody cross. Yeah. In the words to Tyler Perry. What does that mean for the people who did not see it? Go back and watch it. I mean, Crystal, oh, come on. Okay, help somebody cross. Um. So basically what that means is use the power that you have, the influence that you have to help somebody else. Uh, use your talent, um, your influence. Give somebody else a shot. Give somebody else an opportunity. Uh, somebody else is waiting on you to move on whatever your creative gift is, whatever your, uh, whatever that dream is. Uh, so use your power to help somebody else. Help somebody get cross to the next level, next place. Nice. All right, my tea tip is get some help. Don't be afraid. Get some help. Talk to somebody. We only need to be getting older than we need to get. We only get grayer than we need to get. Let's stop acting like that crazy uncle that talked to himself is okay. Get him some help. Get the per- the person you walk past on the street every day that has on a velour suit and it's 90 degrees outside. Get him some help. We have to be each other's keeper in this time. Trust me. Trust me, please get you some help. Even if you just a regular person that, that works at the Walmart, stock, do stocking at night and you work the grave shift and you sitting there depressed, listening to this podcast because you don't know when your next job is going to come. You can't stand this job. You don't like your boss. You don't like the people you work with. And if one more person say one more thing, I'm about to go off. Get some help. Get some help. Talk to somebody, somebody professional, somebody professional who knows what they can do with what you actually give them. Okay, great. That's all I got. Is that good? Great. All right, guys. So, yep, we're out. Um, this has been our fourth episode, not third, fourth episode from now on. So, yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Crystal, you have any last words besides? Bye. Bye, y'all.